I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Our favorite time of the week. High school sweethearts turned married couple with two kids. Join us for a conversation on life, parenting, marriage, and more. Welcome to Close Enough. Uh, hello. Hello. That sounds like here's my beautiful wife, Abby. Just use the microphone to scratch my nose. Sorry. Hey, we. Jen. You, make, you get. <laughs> my hands are in my pocket. <laughs> you make do with what you have around you. Uh, I don't want to. It's chilly down here. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, if it because we have to tell you, we did not win. We didn't go to Maine and hit the. <laughs> it wasn't us, guys. Sorry. The billion dollar sweepstakes. We did hit sweepstakes. I don't know who says that. Publishers Clearinghouse. <laughs> Whatever. That's nineteen eighty three. The sweepstakes. <laughs> well, I'm bringing it back. That's <laughs> my cover. Oh, uh, would you like to enter our sweepstakes to win <laughs> seventeen coupons? Love a good sweepstake. Love a good sweepstake. <laughs> Supermarket sweep. Yes, I would have killed at that game. I just need you to know them. That'd been amazing. So we're, we weren't in the new upgraded studio that I had in mind that I'd already that I'd really already designed and put together with my lottery winnings. But you were designing a studio. You damn right. <laughs> Joe Rogan's piddly hundred million dollar contract with Spotify and didn't have shit on me. <laughs> I, so, whatever day it was really big. Tuesday, maybe? What was really big? The lottery. The Yeah, they drew Tuesday and Friday. Yeah. So, I asked, that's my daily check-in, was like what people, <clears throat> my students would buy. And their answer is like, my question was, what's the first thing you would buy? And some kids were like, I would take care of my mom, I'd get my mom a car. And then like, one of my students was like, red slushy from Circle K. I was like, thank you for keeping it honest. First thing they would buy. A red slushie? Listen. I mean. Twitter that makes you happy. Harlan Thomas. And then a, then a slushy machine to put into my oh, new yeah. house. Mm-hmm. To be fair. Icy brand, though. Open brand. and transparent. Paradise. What? The paradise. No. Yeah. Well, we would could afford two separate machines, but anyway, Abby and I were looking at house. house like, okay, if we win and you had to buy something that's on the market right now, what house would it be? Yeah, we definitely have different visions for this. But we'd have enough money to strong arm basically anybody out of their house. <laughs> um, we need you to get out in the next thirty days. <laughs> you will need to not just leave the furniture; we'll take care of that. <laughs> we'll pay for that too. I didn't like any of the houses on the market there. I know. Really. That's where it's it's a weird time. You remember when all the houses were for sale and they only stayed on the market for 45 seconds to a minute? <laughs> and now it's the same houses that have been there that, yeah. for a long time. But the you know the state of the economy and all. The economy. Inflation. All I know is eggs are expensive because memes tell me that eggs are expensive but then i get on kroger i'm like well eggs aren't that fucking expensive that exactly now they are more expensive at walmart than they are kroger yeah but like we're not talking like i mean granted i love a good meme so like when people are like and to be fair we waste more eggs than we use right i'm the only one that eats eggs in the house now no that's a travesty in itself it is i uh allegedly allegedly you can freeze eggs by cracking them open into an ice cube tray and freezing them that way. Like the yolks and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. My friend shared it Who's on Facebook. Who's to say? It's worth a shot just to see. I don't know. We really don't use many eggs here. But if, like, if we you used to, I used them. to eat. 
Oh yeah, like listen, Saturdays and Sundays to, yeah. we would kill a good scramble. A good scramble. Yeah, I would make and I can eat five or six just for my. I can too. I used to be able to. Now they they story time. <laughs> I'm like week. What was it? Week three post op from my mm-hmm. my vertical sleeve gets tricked to me. And I had a list of foods that I could start incorporating. The first two weeks were basically just liquid. And one of them was an egg. And I made two eggs scrambled. Which is like. Nothing. Right. Two eggs An appetizer. Yeah. An appetizer. And so I took about three bites and hurled. Mm -hmm. The only two things that have really like don't sit well, don't taste well, coffee and eggs. So. Do you think you're willing to go back and try an egg? Nope. Like down the road? Nope. I think you need to give it another try. I'll give it another try in a year. Okay. Next next September I'll try. Or I'll, this September. So I'm going to freeze some eggs, and they should be fine until next September. <laughs> Maybe we should just get a chicken. I mean, you freeze human eggs. Yeah. Same thing, right? They're viable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm no geneticist or anything. They make dinosaur eggs in Jurassic Park. They froze. They're frozen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not try it. Abby brought up a good point that we, as a f- couple, basically strictly get our news from memes. <laughs> the Meme News Network or TikTok. Like if something is happening, and I'm like, "Well, what the hell? I gotta like." figure it out i follow an account that's news of the day same yes but it doesn't always hit the algorithm right so i mean to be honest i'm not looking for it and i encourage everybody not to watch the news (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's never good for your spirit right but like understanding i do try to listen to so i've i do but i don't listen often um to the npr quick hitter in the morning right just our house is not conducive to me getting to do what I want in the mornings. Um, Same. <laughs> Gary wants to sleep until it's the exact second that he has to wake up and maybe five minutes beyond that. If you don't tell your significant other five more minutes at least twice, are you really even meant to be together? <laughs> so I'm not that quiet, but I try to be quieter in the mornings but i still have to get ready and i can't turn on lights um so i can't listen to my podcast she doesn't know how to turn the news on the tv i really don't couldn't tell you but i can't listen to it because it's got to be quiet time and pumpkin patch i'm not gonna <laughs> and <laughs> i'm not gonna like i probably need to get up so all right well i'm gonna start my podcast okay between that and like pantsuit politics i get some news but I'm just not, as a 42-year-old male, not interested in politics or the news. What do you mean? If there was an asteroid coming, <laughs> I I don't want to know. I like weird news. I love knowing weird news. So part of like what I teach in one of my classes, um, students have to be able to, within the realm of a, an argument quickly come up with um kind of like extemporaneously come up with correlations to like this argument so you would get a prompt they'll give you a quote like um to what extent is and they'll give you this quote and you have to argue it right and you have to you don't you're not provided any evidence but you have to use very specific examples from like history or current events to do it and my kids were like i don't know any current events i'm like okay yeah. we gotta start, we gotta practice this so i got on some like little current events trivia thing just of like reviewing 2022 and it is wild how fast my brain forgets things yeah completely like i was going through january just of 2022 yeah and i was like well hell i about that yeah that, and then did like, that happen yeah the the there, chris rock slap i totally forgot that happened yeah. like that felt like all anybody could felt like it was just a meme yeah that that's again i'm like well it was made seen for those meme. memes, so I've got to do a better job for my students and myself to incorporate um, news. There's like a there's a text you can get called the donut, and they'll text you weekly. Nope, false advertising. Two, <laughs> two minutes. It's a two minute read, and it's not really like 
uber politically charged stuff. It's just like, hey, this is happening in science right now, or this is, you know, and they'll throw out like a fun fact, but you can read everything in two, two minutes or less um, to keep you updated. I still do not read it, <laughs> even though it's two minutes of my time. It's like every other text message in my phone. It gets. I looked at Abby's phone the other day. She had over 100 text messages that she never opened. A lot of them are advertising. We don't even want to talk about the <laughs> voicemails and calls that should go unanswered. <laughs> but there was a there was a meme that came out this weekend, and it, it, I'm on all the meme pages. Like that's my Facebook. I'm not. I don't post political things. I don't post really about my family. I'm, I'm a voyeur. But I'm on like 22 meme pages. And this one meme about a police officer in Tennessee, I'm not going to tell you what it is. You're going to have to go look it up. But it's everywhere. And I can't laugh at the meme because I don't know what the story. So I had to Google the story. <laughs> and I then I could laugh meme. at it. It went around in our group chat last night. Oh, I don't pay attention to yeah. it most of the time. Well, see, that's the story of my life. There's so many memes that you guys send so quickly, and then, like, nobody responds, and the only other response is a meme. Like, And then somebody in the group's an Android user, so I don't even know who's laughing at what image, and it's just too messy. Like, I want, if we're going to post a meme, let's have a conversation with that meme before another completely unrelated no, meme you gotta go. you comes just It's meme just rapid-fire memeing. The entire time. It's mostly me and my cousin. Yes. You all need your own side conversation, but I think you weirdos like to share your weird sensibilities and just have everybody else look on and I awe. used to really enjoy waking up. When I would wake up early and go to the gym, sometimes I'd be the first person there, like 4.30. So I would set all the TVs in my little area to Channel 27 18, 36, so I'd have all the new, and it's all the same thing, but I would get my morning news as I was working out. Mm -hmm. And I felt like they were watching me work out. That is so damn weird. I mean, it was just me and them for, for some portions, but you think about when you look at older movies or even, like even at your house, I can remember the, the newspaper was always there. Mm-hmm. So you have a newspaper, people sat down, and, or they woke up, watched the morning news. Because back in the day, it wasn't a 24-hour news cycle. Nope. It was three times a day. I really think Sports Center changed the game. Because Sports Center would stay on all day. But it'd be the same thing playing all day, right? That's what the news is. I'm, I guess so. But like they would legitimately play the same show, right? Am I wrong about that? I don't know. I just feel like... I don't know. But, yeah, and that doesn't, I don't know when the last time I've seen, like, at work or anything, or been out, maybe the old men at Hardee's, hmm? or McDonald's, you know, old like the, the group, you, you yes. know, that sit and drink coffee, they've got their newspapers, and they talk about the... I don't think that's, I don't think they're talking current events. I think they're talking about whatever, like... Local gossip? The kids down at the high school smoking the dope. Smoking the dope. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the the older generation now were the OG dope smokers in in their day. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I guess so. But I think they'd still get. I mean, most of of that age group had a smoking section at school. It's true. I'll bring that back. Smoking section? For the vapors. (laughs) In my theme park news. One of the big things is Universal Studios, each, like Universal Studios, Florida, and then Islands of Adventure, the two separate theme parks under the Universal Resorts. Each place only has one um, smoking area now, one designated smoking area in the whole park. Is nicotine allowed? Well, they say that's the, that's the issue that needs to be addressed is... The, vape, the people vaping, blowing the big clouds uh-huh. elsewhere. That it should be treated the same as smoking cigarettes. 100%. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if we actually know the secondhand um, repercussions of. I'm pretty sure we do. Oh, a vape? Of vaping. It smells good. 
Yeah. So I don't know. That's. But you don't. The, I don't want to be walking all nonchalant, yeah. and then you get a. I don't like it. You know. That was a question that they asked. Um, my nurse asked me the one that called, and I was doing that sort of like health why mm-hmm. thing. Do you vape? No. Your exposure to secondhand smoke or vaping, and I was like, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I have a lot. But when it comes to vaping, like you don't always know, <laughs> like what does that even? No, I mean I don't have like consistent, constant exposure to it. But so we don't stay up on the news. We don't know anything about entertainment culture because our TV is dominated by YouTube and Disney Plus and things. Like you watched Wednesday, which was wildly popular it was right. a, it was yeah but I, yeah i don't know um also i fall back into the same like i have my comfort yeah but when it comes to the shows you like you and charlie are very aware of like actors and actresses their names movies producers every show directors. has credits that say their names and all every every one of them could not be bothered to learn those names. Even if they're people I really like, I don't know much about them. We got a random Friday date night, and so we looked at all the movies in the theater, and we're like, we don't know any of these. Somebody said Plane was okay. They they went and watched Plane. It was good. Gerard Butler. It's a good action movie. Gerard Butler. It had Luke Cage in it. See, look, listen, you're saying names. Yeah. Couldn't. The guy from 300. This is Sparta. I know that from a meme. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that's, I've never seen 300. That's him. Fun fact. Uh, 300's a decent movie. It's not. I don't, I don't it's good think I it's like, like that style. Yeah. It's a little dark. But so when it, if I had a day and it was like you have to watch TV all day. Mm-hmm. Probably nothing new other than maybe a documentary. But those aren't in pop culture, you know. Although Jesse, shout out Jesse McHugh, he he turned us at Christmas, <laughs> turned us on to the Casey Anthony documentary, yeah, yeah. and that was <clears throat> weird. A lot of emotions watching that. Um, I think it it says a lot for you know the ability when you hear somebody's story up close, it does tend to, the human brain tends to be like, hmm, well, when it's coming from their mouth and you're hearing right. their side of it and you're hearing the shit they've been through, it's really hard. It, it does make it harder to, I'm going to say this, and people, I don't even know how to say this correctly. Like, like you humanize them. Yes. She'd never been humanized before. And, yeah. I, and I don't, and I don't say that like, I don't, you know, same. I I make jokes about her all the time. So, but at the same time, like, so I think that is an interesting um, component to something like a, a documentary or a film or, yeah. or that thing. You know, the the point is not always one of their motives. Like, but at the same time, like, it, is it to make some money? Is it to really get your story right. out? She's I don't know. lost. You know, she has no con. Like her, her basically, her family is the defense team. That, yeah. Um, Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah. But anyway, um, it's an inter- It was an interesting watch. So th- it gave me like these weird emotions of like I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to feel. I don't sorry for her. Empathize with her, but yeah. the importance of like having empathy for for people. But I think you can still have empathy for people and be like, uh, you're trash. So <laughs> like, is that possible? Can you do that? Is that sure. Possible? I don't know. I, don't, I, I did that, not like the way it made me feel. <laughs> I'll yeah. just say that. Um, I felt no kind of way other than I was like, huh. And I, I know that like people talk about different shows and stuff right but now. That, and they're watching, that, and I Casey just, Anthony in particular dominated the headlines yeah. for so long. And, and I was, was not one of those people that followed it super no. closely. I, when was that? What year oh, are we God. talking about? Uh, 2005, four or five. Is it that far? Yeah. See, I get Casey Anthony and Lacey Peterson mixed up too. Well, shit. She was one that was pregnant and her husband, they arrested yeah, yeah, her yeah. husband. Was that all at the same time? 
roundabout same decade. I don't know. See, we're so horrible. I, I mean, I admire people who like can get into these and name na- dates, times. Yes. Yeah, I don't have much of that. I mean, I could maybe do it with the Adnan Saeed case, but I've listened to it six times yeah. a year for the past six years. And I still get shit wrong. <laughs> so That's okay. I don't, like the people who like follow trials, television trials really closely. Like, I feel we, not for the fear of missing out or anything, but we could probably cancel our Netflix Probably HBO, even though HBO is free through the through our through AT and T. Is that how we get it? Yeah, that's how we got it. HBO. There's a show out right now. I just heard about it on a podcast. That's I think pretty big because it just won some awards. The chick from American Pie and the chick from Jennifer the, Coolidge. Yeah, I cannot never all remember I, her name. And again, and all I, I know her. is that Colin Farrell walked her down the. And I love her. I love her. I love Stifler's her. Stifler's mom. She's done. And she was in the show, the one show we watched, or did I just watch that by myself? The house show, the yeah. scary house movie. It wasn't scary ish. Watcher. She was watch in her? that. Yes, Very, like a minor ish, a, a supporting yeah. role. But anyway, I love her. The original milf. Yeah, I I love her. I love everything she stands for. She has hilarious stories. Um, White Lotus is an HBO show. And Have you heard of? The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched it. <laughs> it's their 24-year anniversary. It came out in January 1999. God, if I go back. January 99. That's how long it's been out? Mm-hmm. That's when it came out, January 1999. Yeah, I think so, because I, I, I was in college. But hell, we didn't have HBO. We were not in college. <laughs> we were I mean, in high school. I know, but it was still continuing on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, we didn't have... F and HBO to and when you <laughs> to when you want to be a part of that, like I started to watch Game of Thrones after the fact, after it's already over. Hell, I'm already a season behind in the new Game of Thrones show. But I'm when there's so much ahead, you know what I mean. When there's eight seasons, you're like, eh, fuck it. I I get. I mean, but you. You jumped into Game of Thrones, and I, I just, it felt way too overwhelming for me. Like, I couldn't dig out to get into that. I just, a lot of memes, like one of the original memes, like OG memes mm-hmm. comes from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And then I was just getting clips fed to me on Facebook and things. And so I was picking up bits and pieces of the story, and I was like, yeah, this might be cool. So what season are you in? Three. Of... Eight. Yeah, that's not too bad. I can't remember. But I the last a- season is only like eight episodes, but they're all like feature-length movies. Yeah. I, I think the the only show that I did that with... And I know what happened, so... Was The Walking Dead. I want to finish it, too, because it's, it's over. Is it? Yeah. Oh, hey. And there's going to be a new movie with Negan and... Um, <laughs> Baby Herschel gets abducted. What the hell? Um... The- there was a TikTok that was like new married couples, and they're like, "We're we're simultaneously watching like three shows at once." Mm-mm. And then the married couple was like, "I think, I think the last thing we watched together, uh, Lost." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, checks out, checks out. Yeah, so kudos to you, you people can stay up on all the new fun trends. And we just can't like. Seven thirty hits. That's the time the TV can turn on. I'm like, adult show. I feel like we're like mushrooms. People feed us shit and leave us in the dark. <laughs> what? That's a quote <laughs> from The Departed. Mark Wahlberg. That doesn't make any sense. Said, Treat the feds like mushrooms. Feed them shit. Leave them in the dark. Well, that's a that's an outlook and perspective. What well, I that's a, that's a movie I could watch over and over and over again. Yeah, I know it's your favorite. We it's my favorite movie of all time. It's a funny story how I even watched it the first time. Me and Abby were going to the to the movies, and we were going to see Jackass 3. And it just so happens the times didn't line up, but The Departed was on. And I was like, let's watch The Departed. It'd be fun. And it was amazing. Oh, yep. Now, Abby is not a rewatcher of movies, but I... It's harder for me to rewatch things. I watch it all the time. My 
attention span again. I can go into something. Well, it's not really rewatching. I can kind of mindlessly watch things like The Office. Uh, the other night, I turned on Law and Order, and you're like, "Why?" And I was like, yeah. I just needed." I would, needed those remind me of the old school TNT whatever marathons where it would God. be on all day and you just hit you like you would literally spend the whole day. Hold up, I didn't have any no kids. It's a Saturday. Gary's probably working. I don't have anywhere to go. I'm probably like you know bored or some shit. My house is clean, and I'll just we used to get bored. I used to hole up on the couch and watch America's Next Top Model. Um whatever those are called, marathons and law and order marathons, like my whole entire life depended on it. I love me some America's Next Top Model. Don't have anything to relate to on it, but I loved, that was probably like one of my initial uh, binges, jumps into like, that was like the only reality TV I would really like tolerate other than the real world. I love the real world, Mm -hmm. but only like the beginning seasons. I never got into road rules. I'm kind of bummed because that's where Christina P. But that was so long ago. Yeah, Her and yeah. Theo. Yeah. But they were on the same season, right? Theo's from Road Rules? Yes. Shut the hell up. Mm-hmm. I love Theo. I just love the way he talks. He says stupid shit. He says shit. the dumbest things. Um, but yeah, I did, I, those were good. That's just, that's my memories living in, in Bath County, living in the trailer. Laying on the couch watching those shows, probably eating that those damn Doritos that made you poop your pants, and they had Olean in them. Remember that was yeah, that was the devil. Yeah. Everything's the devil though. And Diet Doctor Pepper, saccharin, and just Diet Pop. But there, what I love cat. is the people like Doctor Arnolsky, mm-hmm. who, by the way, goes by the meme doc. Love him. But he's an obesity specialist, and he has some of the funniest shit, but he's so intelligent. And, but he's very, like, friendly to the fact of, like, you are human and you are, you know, probably struggling with weight. And, like, the, like he would probably say, yeah, go, if you can eat those baked Doritos and they <laughs> make you feel better and you're yeah. not going to eat the real shit, do it. Like, because he's, he's a supporter of the, uh, he doesn't get really his panties and a wad over diet pop um i really like him he became my hero last week actually i can't was it two weeks ago or it was it was not long after i actually took my first manjaro shot that jillian michaels who i have a complicated relationship with she we have um, one of her dvds yeah um she was a coach on the biggest loser biggest loser and her and bob yes um she had this like 21 day shred and i don't know like my little middle school department like got all got all on the 21 day shred thing because it was like a 20 minute workout it was the first time actually that i learned that you could get a pretty efficient workout in 20 minutes it was the first time that idea had ever been introduced to me you know, prior thinking that you needed to be in the gym for two hours. But it was hard. It was a really hard workout. But you do it for 21 days and it, you know, shred. It was right? 100 pounds in 20 days. Right. <laughs> well, this, you know, doing that, doing those workouts never, ever finished the 21 days, by the way. Like, I'd start, I can't tell you how many times I started that shit. Cause the mindset is, if I can do this for 21 days, then I can, do, you know, whatever. So comes out you know not that long ago like that whole biggest loser concept is just abuse it's not healthy most of those people have gained their weight back and and just all the the general vibe of biggest loser turns out to be scandal it was just really tight like it was for show yes and not healthy the way they were doing like they were super restrictive diets with so many workouts just I mean, you know, of course those people were going to lose that much weight, but it was all for TV. But anyway. It's like Matt know. Hoover was, he won one of the seasons, met his wife mm-hmm. on the show, and lost a shit ton of weight, looked amazing, gained it all back. Like, he was one of the people that I followed through my weight loss surgery journey who had, who had done weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. 
And he was like, listen, I wrote a cookbook. Mm. He's like, I did meal plans. I know how to lose weight, you know? Yeah. And feel that he was, but he also, he was like the cautionary tale to me because he lost, he lost a hundred pounds in five months. And that's about where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. So I'm like, I will, I will hit the hundred pound mark this, this month. It's awesome. And he was that way. And then he just kept losing. So why is he a cautionary tale? But because he got down to like, he'd lost 192 pounds and we were about the same size. So that I was like gauging Mm -hmm. that and him and his wife have a podcast. And I was like, wow, I don't know that I want to lose that because I'm still struggling right now with wanting to, I got this conversation today with my boy Jim at the gym. (laughs) Abby makes fun of me because I'm so social and it's never intentional. Like with Jim and his, we've become friends over the years at, at the gym. But I talk to everybody or I'll wave at people. Like, I don't That's know. Intentional. I, I hardly know anybody. That's intentional. It's not. You know, when they come to me to talk. You said it's hardly intentional. But I've watched you go like, hey, how's it going? I mean, it's at people that I've Hard already met. Wow. <laughs> Bitch face. Don't talk to anybody. Get in there. Get out. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Okay. So. Long story short, never is. Old girl comes out, Julie Michaels comes out, and she is like shaming people because right now people are starting to learn about the um, semaglutides and GLP one blockers. Yes, and so she seeing her cash cow slipping from her hands because her whole um business model is made up of just like telling people that if they you know grin and bear it and and exercise enough with her they lose weight right comes out like dissing the weight loss medicine including manjaro um and we go v and saying that like people just need it's dangerous and people just need sensible weight loss (laughs) and it's like this sensible weight loss this is a part of a sensible weight loss plan you still have to do sensible weight loss thing. It is just operating a more like hormonally balanced, insulin balanced way in your body that didn't work with the biggest loser. That shit does not work. Yeah. And so I, I sent it to Gary and I was like, look, this twat like cannot, like she is so transparent here that this is not she because feels she, threatened in she her feels business threatened. this is not because she actually cares about the health of people she, or knows the science or anything exactly exactly like she is a she's a trainer i value that for her um but you know you've got a doctor there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So, Dr. Arn... I can't say his name. Say it. Arnolsky. 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 Can't get that part out of my mouth. So, um, he... I mean, it was not days later. I was so pumped that he was completely clapping back at her. Like, what she very, is doing. But very, like... Professionally. Academic. Yeah. Professionally. Like, kind of took took apart and rebuttaled her article because it was a pretty big news source that she went into and had this conversation. I can't remember which one, Um, but took apart her argument and just sort of saying, 
maybe it was Huffington Post. <laughs> Not big, but very accessible. You know what I'm saying? Like people will see it, and that's the danger of that. And um, but I was glad to hear. Like I like people like him that are out there trying to. He's got a podcast called Dogs That Live. I'm not listening. It's I above tried. my it's above my brain function because he's so smart. Well, I started listening to Huberman. Mm-hmm. He's smart too, and I think I got on. But Huberman he's an ophthalmologist. Like, I don't even know what that means. He's an eye doctor. That's not true. That is true. I think he's just like a scientist, right? Nope, he's an eye doctor. If you listen to his intro, he is a board certified ophthalmologist. I thought he was a professor at Stanford. I think that's where he has PhD. I don't know. I thought he was just a professor at Stanford and like he has a lab and studies things. But I've started listening to him and he is so smart and sometimes I cannot um I can't make it. Kind of dry. But I enjoy that. Like <laughs> like I don't know. It's a good listen. Like I was listening today. He did a um Ask Me Anything A AMA mm-hmm. and um I can only get like because I'm not on the premium thing. I only get like 30 minutes of it. So it was about adapt adaptogens. Um, someone had asked about that and like a lot of good advice about what I like about him is he will cite studies and then he'll also kind of follow up with either personal experience or the study that he knows about that's really well well known. And you just because of his reputation, you can trust it. So, like he was talking about Ashwagandha. Yes, which I've heard a lot of people talk about, um, like just on TikTok. Like, hey, take this if you, you know, whatever. But um, he talked about it in a way that because it's been recommended. Like I've seen it through like ADHD supplement, um, cortisol stress supplement, and he was talking about that. not only that, but he was like, and this is when you should take it. But if you exercise, do it here, and like it's very detailed. Mm-hmm. A very detailed podcast. Um, but he is a little yeah, dry. Uh, His thing that he's really obsessed, not obsessed with, but but big on is light therapy. Mm-hmm. I get that. It, it Just hearing it, he doesn't have to cite a study. If you just hear it, you're like, well, shit, that makes sense. Yeah. So you wake up. The, the idea is. I mean, the liver king does this as well. He I talks about. I don't know him. I mean, I know him, but I don't pay attention yeah, to him. He, but he talks about getting sun every day. So, yeah, so in it, and this isn't just about, which I think we all kind of got on the whole, like, exposure to vitamin D, like vitamin D yeah, in the The whole world's are, vitamin D deficient. Yes. Um, Gary and I have talked about that. Like, I'm vitamin D deficient. He, yes. Um, but that kind of became a little bit of a talking point during COVID, the first days of COVID, first year of COVID, when people were talking about seemingly there may have been a correlation with vitamin D deficiency and people having harder times with COVID early on, I think. Um, I don't, there was nothing ever to like officially prove that. So, you know, you hear that you should get so many uh, minutes a day, like 10 minutes of just sunlight exposure. But Huberman says that like to he's a lot about like the foundation of your health is sleep of performance Mm -hmm. of your your mental health and your nutrition everybody's grumpy when they don't get enough sleep well sleep sleep is just such a foundational thing and one of the ways that you do that just naturally without using things like melatonin and stuff is uh your like circadian rhythm Mm -hmm. and peaking your cortisol needs to be peaked early in the morning. See, I don't even know what that means. Um, well, so one of the things you can do is just the very natural thing is go stare at the sun. I mean, blink when you need to <laughs> for like five minutes. With a magnifying glass. Right. With a, stare directly at it. For like five minutes, as soon as the sun rises, you should be out there, like as the sun is rising, that kind of softer light, mm-hmm. you should be out there with it because it's morning. It's the first thing you should wake up and do. You You go look at the sun. If it's an overcast day, you do it a little bit longer. If it's cloudy, even longer um, without sunglasses. So that helps kind of like trigger and and put you into a natural cycle. And then by the end of the day, you're sleepy. You're you're doing more low light, chill things, and you're getting a deeper, better sleep. But so I not. 
I saw him post something about that and a woman in the comments was like, you know, I'm a, I'm a school teacher and God, whatever school they started, I think it was like New York or something. They were starting school at seven thirty. Yeah. And we, you know, we started eight thirty. thank God, but I'm getting ready at eight thirty. Like I have to be in the classroom. I can't be out like chasing the sun in the middle of the winter when it doesn't even, you know, it's not rising that early and yeah uh, uh the american work schedule is not conducive to good health right so made me think like all of these things about the way that we just work and our work schedules you know we are not conducive to a lifestyle that is just naturally healthy not in, like the hippie crunchy way but just there are so many things that we could do naturally that would probably improve our health if we just shifted our schedule. We could get more sleep. Mm-hmm. We could um, get to see sunlight at a certain time. But no, you. It's the American work schedule is like hustle. If you are the most stressed and most under um, and most sleep deprived, you're winning. You know, the grind. Everybody talks about the grind. Like, and that and there's this. I work pride. when I'm dead, or I'll sleep when I'm dead, right. and all that. Well, bitch, that's coming quicker than well, you think. I mean, if it goes back to like this concept of like the self-made man who has to work hard to get like you can achieve your dreams if you just work hard well that never kind of balanced out to what does work hard look like work harder than everybody else to a point so i feel like we just have i mean the way that we approach health we are naturally like our work weeks are longer we work more hours we don't take as many vacations so like mental health sleep, light therapy, all of these things that we could do. And I think it's, you know, even worse for people um, in like a working class. Yeah. um, You don't have that flexibility or that those options to. Like I can't come in the office today. I, or I'm going to come in the office after I get my light therapy. Yeah. You know, (laughs) (laughs) and then those people can't take off work as frequently for like mental health appointments and stuff. So, I don't know it's been heavy in my brain if just thinking about for all that though there are so many fucking health experts that had, know nothing about health <laughs> and there's so many people that legitimately don't know anything about health and i'm not saying i know much of anything but i know one of the biggest like if you hadn't if you haven't seen me since september and you see me you're like holy shit you lost a lot of weight mm-hmm and I'll tell you about my surgery. And they're like, oh, I know somebody that did that, and they gained all their weight back. Man, <laughs> yes. get the fuck out of here. Right. All right? right. I don't want to hear that. Are you just in generally in this place where you don't even want to talk about it? Yeah. Like, you don't want to, like, you don't even want to tell people. Like, I've had some very supportive people. Absolutely. That have, that didn't, that when I, after I told them, like, one of my favorite quarterbacks ever. It wasn't even that he was a good quarterback. But Sean Salisbury played for the Vikings. Then he was on Mike. I love he, his stakes. Yeah. <laughs> so I in my in through work, I met his brother, mm-hmm. Curtis, who is an amazing man. Like I have been blessed to like some older men in this circle that I've I've kind of thrust myself into. Thrust. Like I on a whim booked a trip. <laughs> To Texas, mm. Abby was like, "Wait, what?" Um, just because like that's my tribe. Like that's when you work a job, like you're passionate about your job. Mm-hmm. There's people in doing the same thing that maybe don't like it as much. Maybe it's just a job. It's not a career. It's just a job for them mm-hmm. at, at that point in time. But when I go to these outings, everybody's like invested in while we're there. Yes. It's very nice to be with people that match your passion. Yeah. Always. And they all like to drink bourbon. And it's a, it makes for a great, okay. great networking after hours. Networking. Yeah. Got it. But so Curtis Salisbury, he's a bigger guy. And I told him about, he's like, I mean, I think that's great. And, and like we talked for 30 minutes about, you know, why I did it, what, mm-hmm. what, what happens afterwards. And at the same table, there was a dude like, yeah, well, my sister did that, and she gained all her weight back then. So, well, you know, I'm not your sister, you know. And then, <laughs> like, when, if it's if it's anything that's not your typical, I ate less, went to the gym, sure. People don't know how to comprehend it. Like, that yeah. is that is the 
basic comprehension or like what you got a tapeworm like no, nothing else makes sense i got it from creed <laughs> interestingly i just had a conversation with a friend um last night and has lost weight using uh, monjaro and it's not even as known as the um as people getting like gastric bypass yeah sleeve and stuff so she mentioned just the difficulties of broaching that with family of like so your stomach's smaller so you just don't eat a, ever so and it's super complicated <laughs> like the the bit for me the best is when i'm sitting down and eat that can you eat that yeah can you eat that <laughs> yeah it it's so weird that people kind of and i don't know i don't know if it's curiosity i think it's a defense or, mechanism too like, i think oh, it's i would never that. do that or right weird like with a medical professional um had very big opinions about not doing weight loss surgery and i i don't seeing your experience has told me that i'm not built for that life um shit i'm I not would, built for this life <laughs> um i was going to barf up my cheese case okay, so fun fact i don't puke i don't want to puke i never want to puke if oh, i puke I, the people that i live with just puke and rally like it's nothing. Got a headache? Go puke. Cold? Puke. Um, is it too windy outside? I'm going to go puke That's it not true. It's, I just feel like they puke all the time around here. I can't stand it. Um, I need to be dying. Die, and I, I'm going to need a solid 48 to 36 hours to recover from a puking episode. So watching that alone has just told me like, I'm not, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. It's all, um, it's all... And just seeing Trial your, your general right your general struggles with um, the concept of like it's this easy way out. I promise you all, <laughs> living with this man, it's not been easy. It's not easy. <laughs> he gets these little things that he can't eat, that, that, and I'm just like, oh, all right, it's going to be popcorn yep. and Hershey Kisses <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. for the evening. Um, yeah. So, but that's the thing. If you if you're somebody and you know. Maybe a loved one or a friend that's doing something medically off the grid. Right. Just support them. That's it. And if it don't work, it doesn't work. Like, if I gained all my weight back, fuck it, I tried. Mm-hmm. Right now, I'm on zero medication. So, it's extended my life this far. That's awesome. You know. I feel like that also about, like, in in this part of the world, of the country, I feel like that is true. People supporting their loved ones. Like if they're going to a therapist, like there's still such a stigma with that. Yeah. Um, I go to therapy. Right. It's still shocking to me when I meet people who are like, who ask me like questions about therapy. Like, I guess I talk about it enough that people know um, I'm a big proponent of it and that makes me happy. And that's one thing that I'm glad that I can like pull back that. Um, stigma and curtain from uh everybody needs somebody that doesn't know them to listen to their bullshit right. tell them how to fix it right that just reminds me somebody texted me a question about that and i need to follow up on that um but it's still shocking to me that in 2023 the year of our lord there are people that are like oh, do i really want to go to a therapist like why the hell not go do it go do that but i feel the same way about i don't know there's so much access to knowledge and everything. I guess people maybe maybe it's like the same way I don't care to know movie celebrities or like their brains just choose not to process that information or know that information. But it's wild to me that you can have so much access to knowledge that like, oh yeah, therapy's good. All these people do therapy. Um, here are some ways that people are healthy but we still act like there's still people out there who have no clue yeah i don't know it's um if you listen to the last episode we didn't make any resolutions so it's not but we're still goal oriented a bit like we both went to the gym today i love going to the gym i i want more time to go to the gym i'm happy when i leave i like being there I really like lifting weights. Mm-hmm. I want someone to help me do better at lifting heavy. 
I don't want to be like a power lifter. No. But I want There's to something about how you feel after you lift heavy weights. I love it. I love it. I like deadlifting. Cannot do it to save my freaking life. Um, but I like it. I like <laughs> I that don't. feeling. Why not? I, I don't know. It's a weird form. It's a, I don't know. I've been studying it. I think I need knee wraps and I think I need a belt. Yeah. I've decided. I want some weightlifting gear for my super low lifting weights. But at any given point, I'm one sneeze away from throwing out my back. So if the That's true. Belts- Abby was Abby texted me last, I think it was last weekend. She's like, Well, doing deadlifts and uh I can't move. I li- and I didn't get hurt doing the deadlift. It wasn't the deadlift. I was putting the weight back on the tree, the weight holder thingy, and that's how- and I just twisted a weird way. And I was like, "Well, shit!" Just a little twist. Just a little twist. That's again. all you need. People just need to pick their damn weights up. Pisses me off. Yeah. And put your shit back where if you. If we'd have won the lottery, we just had a- we we'd have had our own gym. Oh yeah. I would have loved that. Yeah. I don't think you would have. I think you would still continue to go I to the still, gym. And this is, I had this very conversation today. Gym's almost like church for me. You know, like. Going. Like like going and. and uh, Could you not get that same experience in your own home gym? If I invited people over to lift with me. You want it for the community. Yeah. I don't. Like it. We don't even have to talk, but seeing the same people in there, like knowing we're all doing the same thing. Yeah, we do have like a little like who was there? Yeah, you know, red shirt person, this person. Like, I wonder if I wonder what people call us because you know, like know. you know, if we're calling people like their whatever nicknames we've created. I've got them. to where the people that it, you know, I, I the first membership I had at this gym was in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking 21 years I've been going to this gym. And, and, and so when I see people that have been going there a long time, mm-hmm. I always try to talk or, you know, like, hey, man, I've seen you coming here for a long time. I've seen you lose a lot of weight, whatever. Congratulations. Like, just be a good be a good gym goer. Like Joey Swole. I don't know if you've come across Joey Swole on TikTok, but he's like that, that good faith guy in the gym who promotes being friendly and, Accepting everybody and whatever. Is he the older guy, Joey? The older guy? No. Oh, I like the older guy, Joey, who's going to teach me how to lift weights without getting hurt. Um, Instead of doing burpees, he does Joey's. No. It's Joey's fault. Oh. But, and so we talked about the days. Like, our gym used to be a animal rescue. Oh, my God. You forgot about that, didn't you? I didn't forget about it. I still think I still... You still like, smell dog shit in there every once in a while? <laughs> Not dog shit. It was cats. It was the freaking cats. Maybe pick up like a dog hair or something on your clothes every now and then. I forgot about that. Yeah. And so like that, like there's a, skew. there's very much a nostalgia, mm-hmm. but I have a, I mean, I have put in thousands of hours in that gym. There's a certain smell of body wash that reminds me of being like 23 years old and that's I showered there every morning because mm-hmm. I drove over from Bath County. I would at the bathrooms are right always clean. Yeah, I would take my shower and I'd get ready for work there. I mean, I did that consistently forever. Pre kids, of course, that would not work. I've almost wondered now if that's what I need to do is get ready at the gym in the mornings. That mm-hmm. way, I could be a little bit louder and not disrupt the family. But we're trying to figure out a schedule that works without. When we've got a got a kiddo that wakes up randomly at five a.m., five thirty, six a.m., you never know. Like he senses on days that I'm like, I'm going to get up early and get to work today, or I'm going to get up early, I'm going to get to the gym. He's like, you know what? Have you ever seen that's a that's a meme, a Jason Bateman meme? I knew Jason Bateman. <laughs> I would hope so. It's like. You're going to do something, and the response, the reply is, the fuck you are. Yeah. That is Harlan. Every time I want to do something in the morning, he's like, you know what? Not today, Mom. Not today. But he senses your, like a weird thing today, a weird thing with autism. So many weird things with autism. Is 
generally we have the happiest boy ever, but there are times when he throws down like the biggest of fits. And so the other night he, it was, I mean, and I get where it's come from. It was over Doritos and Ruffles and he wanted, we got, Abby wanted, I blame her. She wanted no, 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 chips. No, 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 no. I just said, I need something salty right now. I just want a small bag of chips and it was going to be dinner. And so, um, turns out I just needed junk food for a small period of time. And Harlan, I was willing to trade with him. I was willing to put both of them in. He wanted two bags. But he is obsessed with two. Yeah. He likes two of anything. He likes, he will watch our TV and the Amazon Echo Show at the same time. And if he could have like two suckers, two whatever, like that is one of his. So anyway, he's throwing, like he's thrashing his body and he throws himself onto our love seat and he hits the. The arm. He hits the arm. The wooden. Like like, cracks it. And I thought, well, he's knocked himself out. Everybody, we all three didn't gasp, but it was like this instant realization that we just watched our son, Charlie's brother, like he just knocked himself out unconscious. And it didn't phase him at all. He, so the other part of Harlan's impulse of pain is that he doesn't feel the pain necessarily. He suddenly becomes incredibly aggressive Mm -hmm. toward the person closest to him when he gets hurt. Yeah. Which was me. Um, but my instinct, because I'm a, his damn mom, is to rush to him and be like, oh shit, come here, baby, and like hold him. Yeah. And Gary like pushes me, and we just like they're like seeing your he's so big, but he's still your baby, like crying to this point that he I think he's gonna puke, and then I'm like, is he puking because he's crying too hard or because he's concussed? And then like it's healed. I don't know if you noticed, like it's it's well, it just became like a carpet burn. Like I thought for sure. Oh, he's like, gonna have a big pump. And then today he has, and I love this. He wants to hang out with me down here in the basement. And so today I set him up. We have a table that we're we're gonna swap out podcast tables, but I had a table set up. He had snacks. He was chilling, and he was wandering around. There's like old toys down yeah. here that I and he not... he gets a little cut on his on his leg. It's a good little stab. I don't. I'm curious as to what it what did it, but and he said, and he comes to me and says, "Dad, look, red paint. <laughs> and it's blood." And I'm like, "Oh!" And he go, "There's no tears. There's no crying." He goes upstairs, and I'm like, "Let's clean that off." No, he wants. He, first of all, he wants to show Abby like some badge of honor. So, but she walks in, and we're having just a complete because you were trying to clean it, and he didn't want to clean it. Yeah, he did. He won. And then when he got in the shower, around, he's like, "Oh no, my leg!" Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, dried blood's got to come we off." Had there. to like take the like. There was a whole period of like ten minutes where he would kind of cry because Gary he did not want anything to do with Gary when I got home no. to wipe his leg off. But then he also kind of cried, saying it hurt. It was such a weird time. Yeah. Like, um. So the hardest thing for me is you can I cannot do the traditional nurturing holding of my kid when he's seemingly in pain. Um, we just have to sit and like wait it out, and it was super scary. I think at some point Friday night, every single person in the house left the room to cry because you can't cry in front of him. Also, he does not like if you cry Mm-mm. at all. Um. It was just, it's learning him and his quirks is very difficult, but I swear to God, these really hard days and hard nights come on the, the coattails of him doing something amazing and positive. Yeah. I almost don't say anything anymore because I think the head thrashing came about 15 seconds after I had sent Gary an old memory of. He could barely say his name. He could, I was. There was a time period where I was like, the the hardest thing is like people walking up to him and saying, what's your name? Mm-hmm. And he looks like he should be able to tell his name and he couldn't. And I was certain he would never not only say his name, he would never say my name. Um, and then, was it last year or two years ago that he started saying his name? It was two years ago that he said it for like 
he would say Har. He could he could say his name, and then yeah. he was saying it so plain, Harwin Thomas. And then and, you know now he's he can tell you his uh, birthday and address. Um, he'll call me Mommy Thomas and Daddy Thomas, and yeah, when he's mad at us, yes, <laughs> when he's mad at us, we're Mommy and Daddy Thomas, uh, Mommy Thomas. Um, so I kind of sent that to Gary as like, oh my gosh, just as a reminder of like you really do the. And the other thing that I was worried about last this time last year was I swear to God he would never be potty trained, ever. Oh, he is. And now, as long as he has his poop and phone, I'll um, leave you with this this image as you go into the week. Our little son going to preschool <laughs> runs. When I say runs, sprints to get inside. I don't know if that'll keep up. It's been a great week so it's far. Been yeah, a great two weeks. He'll go to the window to look at all the kids first, and then he runs inside. <laughs> Cry. And doesn't Cry. even care that I'm there. Would do it without me. And I don't. And I, we get some videos of him in. I mean, he runs the school. I think so. I think he's doing good. But I mean, that's the Thomas gene. I mean, we are pretty dominant. <laughs> whatever we do. But uh, if this podcast brought you any value, tell somebody. That's how podcasts get. Like, hey, have you listened to Abby and Gary's podcast? Also, I'm not going to say let me down, but Matt Chandler and his wife did not go to uh, Monell's. They went and ate Mexican. I don't know if they know this, but where they live, probably 13 Mexican restaurants around them. You eat Mexican anywhere. I'm not, I'm not judging you, Matt. Just, um, to, and when, when you do, if you eventually, when you go back to Nashville and you go to Monell's, you'll be like, damn, I should have. Every single time, eat the Monells. But I can understand they were going to get in the game and have a good time. So yeah, you, you gotta you gotta be in your stretchy pants and in a place to take a solid nap after. That's why I don't else. even know if I want to go when we go. Back. I don't think you can. Yeah, I mean I can, but it's gonna be. It would not be good. Um, It'd be sad. Like I was just watching. I never got into this before, but competitive eaters. So I follow this guy who, like, he's like, I just started my training for the 2023 season. He would drink a gallon of water and eat three Subway footlongs and try to do it in under 30, 20 or 30 minutes. And that's the image we want to leave you with yeah. for the week is a distended stomach. Just a big old gut. God, I'd love a loaf of Subway. No. Oh, a Subway cookie would just hit the spot. I don't like Subway. And... <laughs> True. I stand by this. And finally, our daughter, who has some weird obsession with Subway, got a sandwich the other day, and it sucked. And she was like, you know what? I think you're right. And I was like, I told you. Told you it sucked. We um, we asked you to leave a review last week. We got a review from our man, Ben Miller. Shout out, Ben Miller. Oh, hi, Ben. Love Ben Miller. Oh. He says, I like the content. Very entertaining and relatable parenting advice. We have a daughter close to the same age. Keep it up. God bless you, Ben. Blessings, man. Uh, because girls of that age need institutionalized. <laughs> Prison would do them well. Military school, possibly. But they should not be free to roam on their own. But our daughter did come in third in her mock trial that's not third. She was the third. She was the third Her best team witness. Was third. She was in the top three witness. Listen. We have no idea what happens at mock trial. Our daughter's a yeah. mock trial member. She's a witness. It's like basically like a play. No, it's not. I don't think you can say that. I, I just said it. Prove me wrong. <laughs> All right. How about this? We want to do real mock trial. I'll tell you the scenario when we get there. We ain't gonna practice it before we go. See how good a lawyer you are when we get there. I think there's some like learning to like there's some improv to it. Well, they definitely are not real attorneys. But um, fourteen. We are on TikTok, <laughs> Close Enough Pod. You can find us on Instagram, Close Enough Pod. Share TikToks with me. I love TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> and enjoy yourself this week. We've booked a room in Louisville under the guise of going to the mock trial regionals. Will we are we go? going to the mock Will trial. Will we re- go? <laughs> Who's to say? Now. Also, Bourbon Con is next weekend. Bourbon Con. That's, I did the same thing. <laughs> if you don't know, that's uh, Villain Con. Villain Con. 
and we're looking at maybe going to Universal Studios this summer when the new Villain Con and Minions area opens up, Illumination Boulevard. Gary is now on this ploy to just... He's using our son to get me into the theme park world because he's showing our son. You're indoctrinating our baby and showing him... You may show your kids the news and try to keep them up to date. I'm down for keeping them entertained <laughs> they've watched slinky dog roller coasters today and mm-hmm. he gets him on the jurassic park stuff from universal listen at some point you're brainwashing that baby if he didn't enjoy it i wouldn't i would <laughs> oh. because listen i would have no shame in going by myself that's none true. that's true where are you going i'm just going to Orlando. like to be fair I looked up buying myself a uh, season pass. Are you serious? Would I do I look like I would lie about this? <laughs> so odd. You would just go by yourself. You'd leave your family. I may have a conference in Orlando around my birthday. And we may go to Orlando once, maybe twice this year. I call it value. You call it what you want. Obsession, passion. I call it value. I don't know if I can do Orlando. What What do you guys value? Send us Send us a message on Facebook. I just want to sleep. Tell, tell a friend about us. Know that we love you. We appreciate all the support. Everybody that tunes in each and every week. Thank you so much. Abigail, I love you. I love you. Until next week. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Close Enough. Leave us a like on our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram at Close Enough Pod. Consider giving us a share and review on whatever platform you found us on. 